BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank. Be bold. Venture wisely. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Michael Krasny. The city of Fort Bragg in Northern California is considering changing its name. The city is named after Confederate General Braxton Bragg and is one of the many cities in the U.S. right now reckoning with historic names and statutes that contribute, uh, excuse me, that tribute the uh, Confederacy. Those in favor of the change say the name is offensive and celebrates a racist history, and opponents argue that history is important, good or bad, and shouldn't be erased. Efforts to rename Fort Bragg gained little traction in the past, but the city council plans to hear public comment on the issue next week, and soon we'll hear from residents for and against the change. But first joining me is Willie, Mayor of Fort Bragg. Welcome, Mayor Lee. Thank you, Michael. It's my pleasure. Thank you for allowing me on. Good to have you on. Also want to welcome Robin Epley, who is editor of the Fort Bragg Advocate News and Mendocino Beacon. Welcome, Robin Epley. Thank you so much for having me. And let me begin, Mayor Lee, with you. This is coming up for a vote, I believe, on the 22nd of June, whether to decide the city council to put it on the ballot. Have you taken a position? Well, first of all, let me clarify. Our city council meeting on Monday, the 22nd, is not going to be a vote uh, from the city council to change the name or not. The city council can, with the majority of four out of five votes, change the name of our city, but none of us are planning on doing that. This meeting is a listening session. It's a one agenda item, and we expect to hear from the people of Fort Bragg uh, their views on each side of this debate to change our name or to leave it alone and not change it. So um, I will just say that I am not taking a position because um, uh, it may come to a vote to us later uh, down the line, but I'm merely getting out of the way to make to allow a discourse um, and a forum for people to uh, address their elected officials and tell us how they feel. And boy, are they going to tell us. <laughs> well, what have you been hearing from your constituents up to this point? Uh, are you hearing uh, a lot of passion, I imagine, both ways? Oh, yes, definitely. A lot of emotions are coming out, including anger and, um, and fear and uh, nostalgia, all of these things. Uh, I can say that the majority of the people of Fort Bragg, um, and we're a city of 8,000 people, um, majority reject the proposal to change the name of Fort Bragg, as this has come up to us several times in the past, just as recently as 2015, we we were dealing with this same issue. And um, the people were overwhelmingly rejecting um, the name change. However, this time around seems different. The, di the discussion nationally is different. Um, there's a lot more emotion and uh, input from all over the country, really. I've been receiving emails from all over the country and all over the state, 
and uh, along the coast here on Mendocino Coast. And so um, I am not taking a position. We're just allowing our people to, to voice uh, their concerns. And so if the people of Fort Bragg uh, decide that uh, they want to put this on the ballot, then they, there's a citizen's initiative to gather signatures, put it on the ballot, pay for it, um, and then vote on it. It um, would not be uh, the five city council members recommending a ballot measure, at least not on Monday night's meeting. Talking with Willie, he's a mayor of Fort Bragg. And Mayor Lee, we got a statement from Sarah Wooten, who's a lead organizer of the Mendocost Black Indigenous People of Color Group. And I'll read to you what she said, and then I'd like you to respond. Uh, quote, these remnants of our country's horrific foundations continue to be salt in the wounds of those of us who will suffer from the legacy of slavery and Native American genocide. And she adds, we're demanding the city council take immediate concrete action and show strong leadership. Passing the buck to voters is not that leadership. Mayor Lee. I believe that it is up to the people of Fort Bragg and not just five people to decide uh, this contentious issue. Certainly, we are well aware of uh, uh, systemic racism in our country, uh, hatred and bigotry. I will point out that the city of Fort Bragg, California, was uh, named uh, after Braxton Bragg before the Civil War. The city of Fort Bragg itself has no ties whatsoever to the Confederacy. Um, and, we, and so then Braxton Bragg retired from the U.S. Army. Uh, and then when the Civil War started, he fought for the Confederacy because he had property in Louisiana, a sugar plantation. Um, and so we recognize um, the long, dark history of slavery in our country, but the people of Fort Bragg do not feel that uh, that is any way in, uh, defines their, our culture and our society here. So we certainly understand that. Willie, again, is um, mayor of Fort Bragg. He's with us from Fort Bragg this morning, and so is Robin Epley, who's editor of the Fort Bragg Advocate News and Mendocino Beacon. And Robin Epley, let's talk a little bit more about Braxton Bragg, a Confederate general, not a terribly successful leader. In fact, was uh, uh, defeated in Tennessee. We don't have to go into that. But he also enslaved over 100 people. He was a slave owner, and he also... Uh, was someone who was a turncoat by many people's lights. Uh, someone no less than David Petraeus, uh, Petraeus uh, General Petraeus has written a whole article in the Atlantic about how he, because North Carolina has a Fort Bragg as well, uh, was a traitor. He went on the from the Union side to the Confederate side. So there are a lot of issues here that are boiling up. Uh, why is it taking so long? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, I think that um, this question has come up multiple times in the past. It's obviously increasing in frequency, as the mayor just said, the last time this was discussed was just a couple of years ago. Before that, I think the last discussion was in 2004. So it's certainly coming to the forefront of more and more people's minds. And I think as uh, the nation moves oh. forward, uh, oh, can you hear me all right? Yep. That uh, it's, um, it's going to keep coming up. And I think the I'm community is going on to figure out uh, how to handle this. Did I call you back? Well, it came up again, uh, and it came up in 2004. There was an attempt to change then, we ought to mention, and it was tabled in 2015 when Ryan, uh, excuse me, Dylan Roof, who was responsible for killing nine black worshipers in a black church in Charleston, uh, was waving a Confederate flag. Uh, now NASCAR is taking down Confederate flags. Uh, I mean, there's a real momentum behind this, isn't there, Robin? 
There is. Um, I will say, though, that since I've been here, I've never seen a Confederate flag flown in Fort Bragg. Um, the name doesn't doesn't seem to be connected at all to the general in the mindset of the community here. Um, that being said, it obviously has struck a chord with uh, people in the community who do associate it with that. So I think it'll be interesting to see uh, how many signatures each of the various petitions that are going around on both sides get. Um, and as the mayor said, if it, if it does go to ballot, um, it'll be interesting to see how that conversation continues. The mayor also indicated that this name was given uh, prior to the Civil War. I, I believe that's correct. It was 1857, in fact, uh, mm -hmm. for those interested. Horatio Gates Gibson, who was at a military post in the Presidio here in San Francisco, he was under the command of Braxton Bragg and decided to give the honor to Braxton Bragg of this name. Uh, but it was also, and let's get back to what we heard earlier about um, some of the indigenous people who were also have a stake in this because the name was attached to, well, uh, Mendocino Indian Reservation, uh, where people were confined and where people were oppressed. So we have slavery on the one hand, we also have the indigenous people on the other hand, uh, really who find the name offensive. Yes, and people who are in support of the name change seem to want to return it to um, the name that it was known by before uh, the white settlers came. Um, and uh, I think that's an interesting idea. I also, I've also heard people say we should sell the name of the town to somebody to try and raise some money. Um, it's, it's certainly a hot topic of conversation around here, but if the name change does go through, I'm not sure there's a, an agreed upon name to even change it to at this well, point. That American Indian name, I think, is Noyo. Uh, it's Noyo. Uh, and then there are other names that, like, uh, that have been put forward, Pomo Bluff and Glass Beach, mm -hmm. uh, among others. Uh, Robin Epley with us, editor of the Fort Bragg Advocate News and Mendocino Beacon. Earlier this morning, I spoke with Ryan Bushnell. He's a Fort Bragg resident. He started this online petition against the city council's involvement with the issue and is in favor of keeping the name Fort Bragg. Here's that conversation. Good morning, Michael. Why do you want to keep the name? Well, to me, it's, it's more than just a name. It's where I've grown up. It means a whole lot more than a name. And, you know, I don't go home at night and, uh, pray to a statue of, you know, Braxton Bragg, you know, none of that baloney. I, you know, it's, it's where I've grown up and, you know, when you, when you grow up and you, you're dedicated to the community, like I am, I do a lot of, you know, projects and stuff like that to promote our town. I dedicate my time to uh, youth sports and it's just a sense of pride to me. Well, it's been the name of the town for 135 years. Uh, it goes back quite a ways. Uh, but you are not necessarily proud of uh, the namesake that carries the town, are you? Well, no. I, when I say I'm from Fort Bragg, I don't think of General Braxton Bragg. I think of the beautiful coastline, the wonderful people that live here. You know, I think of, of all that. You know, um, the diverse community that we have, it, it's just a beautiful place to live, beautiful place to grow up. And it's nowhere else I'd rather be. How much of the community is behind you on this? Can you gauge that, or can you take a reckon a guess? Um, last I checked, the group that I started had about 1,500 members. That's varying. You know, there's a lot of people that, that grew up here and moved away. But, you know, I, I recently I've been downtown. You know, it's not San Francisco. You know, you go to the grocery store, and, you know, people actually know you. I mean, I can't go to the grocery store and not see somebody that I don't know or, you know, a dozen people that I know. 
And um, the response has been, you know, very positive for the most part. Um, I got people thanking me left and right, you know, because it's where where they've grown up. Some people it's six generations. Do you and, feel that this you should know, be the uh, decision of the city council, though? Is is that uh, where you I, like I, to see I do not. So my uh, petition on change.org is not about changing the name because what the mayor is talking about is talking about it to put it on the ballot. Now, i got a few problems with that. Number one, in the dire straits financially the city's in, I think it's a terrible financial decision to spend the money put on the ballot. And I think that, you know, the normal procedure is that a citizen would go get a petition, get the required signatures, and then it would be put on the ballot. So my change.org petition is asking the city council just that. Have somebody come forward, have somebody get the petitions, and let's do it. And if the city decides to change the name after that, hey, you know what? I'm okay with that, you know, because, you know, that that's just fair. You know what I mean? If, if it changes, you know, that way, well, you know, I've done all I can do, and uh, it's just, you know, you don't always get your way. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd be more than, you know, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be okay with that if that's the way that it went. Well, let me thank you for joining us, and um, I appreciate you being with us this morning on Forum. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. That's Ryan Bushnell, Fort Bragg resident. He started an online petition to keep the name Fort Bragg. Let me go back to you, Mayor Lee, if I may, and get your response to what you just heard from Ryan Bushnell. But also, uh, I'd like to also hear what you have to say about the fact that if the name has changed, you've got all these businesses that would be affected, Fort Bragg Electric, Fort Bragg Plumbing, you know, have to change their name, their addresses, post office. Mm -hmm. It's going to be costly. Exactly. So I just want to, you can you can hear now that uh, Ryan and I are on the same page. This is kind of where the story got off, went off the rails, Michael, is that it, uh, it appeared at the beginning that I asked that it be put on this agenda for a vote by the council to change the name. And that's where it took off. And that is not at all what we're, we're planning here. Again, I'm only off, offering a discussion on the matter so that the people of Fort Bragg, if they wish, the people that want to change the name, and there are a bunch of them in Fort Bragg, um, then they can do a ballot initiative. Now, we get to the point of, of paying for it. Ryan hit the nail on the head because with the COVID shutdown, the city of Fort Bragg has had to cut $1.5 million from our budget. That may not sound like a lot of money in the Bay Area, but to a small rural town like us, that's several jobs at City Hall. We furloughed, laid off, uh, closed City Hall, cut services. Thank God we didn't have to affect our public safety, police, and fire or uh, um, public works, but there are people laid off. So um, the whole cost of this matter is also another major consideration. Who's going to pay for it? So these folks, you know, recommending, demanding that we, and now the governor has chimed in on a tweet that now is the time to change the name. We've had pressure from the state legislature in the past, almost demanding us change our name. And uh, I also spoke to Congressman Huffman and I, I said, I asked the Congressman, are the federal government going to help us? Are the state going to help us pay for all of this? We're looking at multi-millions of dollars to change the name of this city. So um, that would be an expensive undertaking. To, to repaint one fire truck is anywhere from five to $10,000. We don't even have that, really, to spend to paint, repaint one fire truck, much less 
Fort Bragg High School and the businesses that have Fort Bragg in their name. I had a business owner tell me she had $20,000 in inventory, and by the way, she's been closed for the last 11 weeks, uh, with Fort Bragg emblazoned on her shirts and her glasses and coffee mugs. And so who's going to pay for that to be bought from her? So uh, the expense of it, would we don't even have a cost involved of what that would entail. So we don't know. So uh, the editor, Robin's suggestion, I've, I've also heard it. We could sell the name. You know, we could have a, a Survivor Island Fort Bragg and whoever wins gets to name the city and then the $50 million uh, jackpot would pay for changing all of the uh, the names. We would all need new driver's licenses, passports, the deeds to our house, and it just goes on and on and on. And so who's going to pay for that? So that would be a discussion. Congressman Huffman recommended that we consider a blue ribbon commission or a panel of some type um, to get together folks in the community to talk about it and come up with a recommendation or consensus and then deliver that to the city council. And well, so, that's the trajectory you're on, and we'll have to wait yeah, and see exactly. how that all turns that's out. Mayor Lee, yeah. I know you have to leave us, but I thank you for joining us, right. and I appreciate the time yeah, you no spent problem. with us. That's Will Lee. He's Mayor of Fort Bragg, and uh, I'm going to uh, talk to someone who started the whole petition, uh, the online petition to change the city's name. But first, let me give the phone number, because I know there are many of you who may want to join us and weigh in here. There's all of this movement to really do away with not only Confederate flags, but Confederate statues. Uh, and uh, in fact, just recently, of course, there was a conquistador statue that was uh, uh, done away with, so to speak, in New Mexico and uh, Christopher Columbus statue. Uh, if you have some thoughts about this or if you have some questions, give us a call. The toll-free number for your calls is 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. Or get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or Email any questions or comments you have to forum at kqed.org. Bob Bashansky is the Fort Bragg resident who started the online petition to change the city's name. And Bob, good to have you with us. Welcome. Uh, I thank you for having me here, Michael. I guess the place to begin with you is uh, what got you started on this and why are you passionate about it? Well, as most people in this country uh, have been watching the news or reading the news and they've seen all these protests that are about because of uh, police brutality. And then you think back, this has not been going on just recently. It's been going on for quite some time. And uh, then I thought, well, maybe we could do something about it. And somebody mentioned about uh, how to do a petition, go to change.org, and the template is very simple to create. I certainly did not expect to create this uh, uproar that seems to have occurred. Well, it is an uproar, and I don't know if you had an opportunity to hear the mayor talk about the cost. Uh, I'd like you to comment on that. Uh, I mean, because there will be some serious uh, revenue costs here if it goes through. Well, I like the idea of a blue ribbon commission to consider this, and then um, maybe there will be a change in the uh, uh, in the country's administration in Washington come next January, uh, we could then consider what to do with those other communities that may want to consider name change. Uh, uh, Braxton Bragg, as you mentioned, he was really uh, called the most hated man in the Confederacy, and he lost all but one battle that he led his men into. 
uh, yes, a slave owner. He was a despicable individual. And when you name a city, a town, a village after someone, it is to honor them. Uh, there were three Washingtons in New Jersey. Of course, there's Lincoln, Nebraska. There are uh, lots of uh, better named uh, communities. And we have over a million tourists that come through Fort Bragg, California every year. What about their thoughts and concerns about us seeming to be honoring a racist? Well, Bob, you mentioned Washington. Of course, George Washington was a slave owner also. Uh, should we perhaps change the name of that state or our nation's capital? No. Um, Jefferson as well, and most everybody from, uh, I guess, Pennsylvania down had slaves at one point, those founders of our country. Uh, but today, now that we understand this, as you pointed out about uh, General Petraeus's article, there are 10 uh, major military installations around the country, and he proposes re renaming all of them because it's hard to support uh, the honor for somebody who was either a traitor or a racist. Yeah, he mentioned specifically, in addition to Fort Bragg, he mentions uh, Fort Benning, uh, which is named after a Confederate general who was quite a slavery enthusiast, in fact, and uh, who built uh, land on former Native American territory that ultimately became a plantation. Um, we're talking with Bob Wyshansky. He's the Fort Bragg residence, uh, resident who started the online petition to change the city's name. Let's hear from you, our listeners, and let's hear first from Shri in Los Altos. Shri, welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Michael. Hi. I find this notion of uh, trying to change the past exceedingly adverse, even to those people who want positive change. I think things should be changed which are adversely impacting people at the present. Changing things like names of cities, countries, etc., which have an older historical context and bear little relevance to the present are meaningful to people who have lived here and they don't associate it with why it was named so. So trying to change, for instance, Columbus, Ohio, makes no sense at all irrespective of what Columbus was. So I think unless there is a specific reason why, let's say, Fort Bragg causes someone hurt or harm, I think we should let these things be. Sri, I thank you for that call. And uh, let me get your response, if I can, Bob Bushansky, to Sri's call. Well, uh, he doesn't live here, obviously, but uh, that's something to consider. I think that the reason that five or six generations of people who grew up here don't consider uh, uh, a bad thing is that I don't know how much of the history of the town is taught in school. If we start at uh, grade school or middle school or high school and start uh, explaining how we came to be and who we're named after, I think there might be a change in attitude. Let me read some comments that are coming in. Pete says, history is history. The issue today is racism. How is renaming landmarks and removing statues going to remove racism? And Avery says, I graduated from Special Forces at Fort Bragg. Confederate symbols, flags, and statues are not symbols of Southern heritage. They are symbols of a heritage of terror and have no place in a free society. And Rick says, how about changing the name to Fort Bragg Jr. after Robert Henry Bragg Jr., longtime UCB black professor of physics? Well, we still have, I think Mayor Lee is still with us. Mayor Lee, uh, you're getting all kinds of suggestions for name changes, I guess, aren't you? I certainly am. And one of them, uh, which I liked as well, is that, you know, another Bragg. There's Edward S. Bragg, who was uh, uh, a U.S. senator, a uh, 
rep, a representative, uh, a general, a, a man of valor, and um, uh, even though he nominated Grover Cleveland, but he, uh, you know, that we wouldn't change the name. We're just changing the focus and the city's name that it would be named. It's still Fort Bragg, but after a person um, of integrity. Um, so that was one option. As the editor mentioned, uh, there have been mo- a lot of recommendations to honor uh, the Pomo Native Americans that have lived here. We have found artifacts on our headlands here that are 12,000 years old of the uh, Pomo and Native American uh, presence here. And so uh, Noyo is the one, Point Noyo has been recommended. Um, and so if there is a commission set up, then that would be a task of theirs. If it, if it got that far, what name would the people of Fort Bragg decide? And, 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 and again, it's up to them. Well, I'm going to read some more comments. Michael writes, this shows the danger of naming anything for a living person. They can always turn rancid later on. I wonder why the name was not changed during or shortly after the Civil War. And Bill writes, even not considering the horrible legacy of slavery, why honor a man responsible for killing American soldiers? If any citizen fought against the U.S. today, he'd be considered a traitor. And Paul says, until the latest political goings on, I bet fewer than 1% of Californians even knew who Fort Bragg was named for. Peter says, we visited Fort Bragg twice, staying in hotels, contributing to their local economy. We'll do so again after the name change. I think you're happy to hear that, Mayor Lee. And let's get another caller on. Alan joins us next from Hayward. Alan, you're on. Morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, First, I think it should be left up to the citizens of Fort Bragg. And then second of all, since most people don't even know who Braxton Bragg was, why don't you just dedicate it to someone else named Bragg? That way you don't need to change all those the expenses of changing everything, which is a very reasonable argument, uh, but just rededicate it to someone else named Bragg. Well, that was a suggestion we just heard from one of our listeners, and uh, I pre- presume, uh, Mayor Lee, that will be taken under advisement. That certainly will. You know, and, and I also like to show the distinction between us and Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Now, again, we were named in 1857 before the first shot at Fort Sumner was fired for the Civil War, but... Fort Bragg, North Carolina, was named uh, for an Army base uh, in the 1920s. So that's a a big difference after the Civil War, after Braxton Bragg switched sides and fought for the Confederacy. Um, But before that, he was uh, considered a hero by the the captain that named this camp uh, in honor of him because of their fighting in the Mexican-American War. And so um, he was a hero to this guy at the time. And and then Braxton Bragg went ahead and and became a traitor and went on to the other side. And so um, there's a difference between the name of Fort Bragg, North Carolina, the same person, but different 40 years difference in, in, in the naming. I want to read a few more comments that are coming in. Angela writes, it should be a citizen voted outcome based on complete education of the pros and cons. But the name Fort Bragg should not be erased. It should be included in the history of the city and a part of the whole education about the area. And Mary writes, in addition to Confederate statues, there should also be a focus on the actions of General Sherman and taking down of his statues. He was responsible for burning a wide swath of land in Georgia, destroying people's houses, barns, livestock, and fields. He was also responsible for the mass slaughter of buffalo to eliminate the food and livelihood for Native Americans. Uh, Do you want to, Bob Bashansky, before we say goodbye, uh, weigh in on what's going on in Marin County? They're thinking of taking the name Sir Francis Drake down uh, because of his being also a slave owner. Would you be in favor of Um, that? 
That would be up to them, of course. But one other point I would like to make. The armed services have a 43% black population. That's why General Petraeus and other generals want to change the name to keep the unit cohesion. Here in Fort Bragg, we have a tiny uh, black population. And is it because of the name or other factors? But the point is, we're not welcoming. Well, I thank you for joining us. That's Bob Bashansky. We heard earlier from Ryan Bushnell, Fort Bragg resident, opposed to the change. And thanks to Mayor Lee. Well, Lee, good to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to Robin Epley, editor of the Fort Bragg Advocate News and Mendocino Beacon. And thanks to all of you, our listeners. We wouldn't be here without you. And we appreciate your listenership. I'm Michael Krasny. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.